Today's episode is brought to you by Missional Wear. Yeah. <laughs> Missional Wear is a lifestyle brand on mission to the glory of God. They sell it all. Bible covers, travel mugs, bistro mugs, and of course, their awesome t-shirts. Mm. Check them out at missionalwear.com slash doc and devo. But what about, what about savings? Can't they get savings? We'll talk about that later. Fine. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, elder candidate at Redeemer Fellowship. You know, I got a text today. Uh oh. Well, I got a lot of texts today. Yeah, you get you get a you lot get of a lot of texts. You get more texts than I do. <clears throat> you know, uh, is it the text I'm thinking of? It's going to be the text I'm thinking of. I'm ruining your opening line right now. No, you're not. I actually I got a few messages mm-hmm. throughout the day because mm-hmm. at the uh, Association of Reformed Baptist Churches. Oh, this is not the one I'm thinking of. Go ahead. In America, they had their general assembly today, and um, somebody messaged me and they said, "Hey, uh, they just read a letter that you wrote." <laughs> to them about this potential seminary yeah, yeah. that is being started. And then somebody sent me a photo of the guy reading this letter. And uh, and then I got a text, um, I think, from Brother Renahan, who told me— you, uh, Wait, you think or it not, was? No, no, not Renahan. It was Barcelos. I'm sorry, Richard Oh, okay. Barcelos. Name drop. Well, so I heard all of this, and then I found out that the motion passed. So I know some of you guys were asking. Yeah. Okay, this is good. About I this. didn't hear about this. The So what? it is going to happen. Dr. Jim, why didn't you text me? Oh no, because we're tight. We tight. We, well, no, but they, no, no. But, he he had but your brother number, Richard and I, and are, he deleted. They deleted your number. What? Because you keep t- you keep FaceTiming them at night. They're trying to go to bed. You're FaceTiming them. Because I want to sing them a lullaby. Yeah, well, they or have like them it. sing me they a lullaby. They do not like it. They're in their pajamas of the kind that all button right, up guy, all the way to the top. Yes, I've seen. They were the full PJs. They don't like you calling them. But, so, anyways, but you listen, and I FaceTime early no, morning, like fine. this morning. This morning, yeah. This shirt, morning, we shirts fa- off. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we were FaceTiming. <laughs> we both had shirts off. It was early in the morning. That's what we do. Oh, uh, TMI. Maybe we shouldn't. Not at all. Oh, come on. That's not. So here's the thing. This this, weird. this this is a confessionally reformed Baptist seminary that is going to be starting in Texas. You guys have been praying about you it. Got to get in on it. I mean, Dr. Yeah. Renahan and I have already been talking about my. Uh, my paperwork to be accepted and where I'll be housed, you know. Oh, okay, good, there. good. Yeah, so well, good. he asked me to be the dean, so. Well, he, I'm, I'm going to be the dean. Oh, that, oh, so we'll still be together. I'm going yeah. as a student. No, I'll be, the, a, I'll be the dean. I mean, I'll be, a, they, they wanted me to like run the show. That's cool. Okay, good. So we'll yeah. be together. I'm going as a student. I didn't yeah. realize you were so going as a dean. Can, and you know what? Because I'm the dean, you're going to get special treatment. Oh, oh yeah. can I have a class on podcasting? Oh, dude, listen, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a sweet deal. Um, so yeah, uh, actually, for real, guys, uh, be, exciting, be praying about this. Um, this is a huge endeavor, and it's gonna mean a lot. So we are really excited. Hey, Jimmy, what are we talking about today? I, I want to get to it because somebody was complaining. A few people were like, "Hey, why don't you guys like chill on the banter?" I don't know. If people were complaining. Oh, okay. You we, asked for recommendations. Yeah, we asked, yeah that's right. it. We mm-hmm. asked the question. Well, you did. Okay, I. I don't asked care what anybody thinks. How can we make the podcast better? I think right. it's a valid question to ask. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a valid that. question to ask smart people. No, here's here's all right, here's the thing about Joe. Joe is incredibly insecure. He's I'm not insecure. No, you're you're I'm no, locked yes, you down are. super secure. You I'm are nuclear not. secure. No. You are you have the insecurity of a President Trump. That's what you've got. Is you don't like when people So I'm like the president. Okay. Go. <laughs> See, I like notice okay. how yeah. he hears That's what right. he wants no, to hear. It's there. Fine. That's called the Trumpian effect. Uh, and so yeah, we asked a question. 
what is it that we could do better? And right. Joe gets so, oh, they don't want us to banter. No, oh, I didn't say that. Oh, That's not what I said. Oh, I said, these fools don't want us to talk. They just want like us that. to get right to the thing. But then you're also like, oh, but I love the banter. The banter no, is didn't awesome. say that. Nope. See, there's a difference between you and me. I tell the truth and you make up stuff. That's the uh, difference right here. Joe, come I on tell now. the truth. See? That's not true. Right now. Just made it up. Joe. Right there. You just See, made you that just up. made it up. You're lying. You're making it up. All right. So are, here's the one thing that is true about us, Joe. Is uh, we're jealous for each other. You know, some some people might say that um, we are so jealous for each other that our nicknames could be jealous. Like that we could just call each other jealous. Kind of like I've God. never heard anyone say that. Well, uh, I have God's never name heard. in the Bible is jealous. Yeah, but not us. Well, but we could be like that. We cannot be like that. All Little right. J, so we're Big gonna be, J. We're going to be talking about. That's pretty good. All right. We're going to be talking about jealousy. And specifically the jealousy of God. Yeah. Yeah. Because no one cares about our jealousy. No. they all jealous of our jealousy. they so all jelly. <laughs> they so jelly. What When people think about jealousy or when people talk about jealousy, what comes to mind, Jimmy? What, what do you think about or what do you think most people think about when you, you mention jealousy or a jealous person? I think irrationality, right? Like that, mm-hmm. like, you know, sure. where they... they sense this entitlement or this claim to something or somebody mm-hmm. uh, and they desire it, it's almost like a coveting, right? Like this is, this is mine uh, or you've got something that I want right? and I desire that and I deserve it. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get it. Right. So jealousy can be a synonym for coveting. You wanting yep. what somebody else has. It can also be um, uh, a sense of distrust for for the person that you, maybe you do have, quote unquote, um, in marriage, right? You the stereotypical jealous husband, yeah, yeah, or yeah jealous yeah. boyfriend, yeah. Or girlfriend. You see those crazy jealous girlfriends or crazy je- jealous guys. And, Don't just but, say but it's, crazy. it's not just. I it's said just, both. I said both. Oh, no, but you you emphasize oh, the female. Yeah, the crazy. No, the I have crazy. seen some YouTube crazy. Men. YouTube. It. I'm not going to YouTube okay, jealous you, women. Great jealous girlfriends. Don't do actually. Don't anybody Don't do that. What I'm just saying is. Jealous boyfriends, girlfriends, jealous husbands or wives. Yes. There is, like Jimmy said on the front end, there's an irrationality. There is an inherent distrust and a desire to, I believe, uh, restrict the freedom of that individual. Yes. Now, I'll be honest. I would say that there's a kind of a, yeah, restrict the freedom and that there's a desire to control. Definitely. Because there is a kind of fear behind that, right? Yes. They are afraid. The fear of lost. Right? They are afraid. Lost. When, I'll tell you the truth, when I was, years and years ago, this is before Bible college and all of that. This um, was before the era of the fofo. Oh, yeah. Long before. Uh, I was a very jealous boyfriend. And uh, would even people, some people might even say, a couple of guys would say I was a violently jealous boyfriend. Wait, what? Uh, with, There's a difference between being, okay, well, we'll get to what that What I'm saying is, is that I didn't like guys talking to my girl and coming on to them. So you kind of went the, uh, the, oh, I'm trying to think of his last name. Oh, it would have been funny, though. But, it would have uh, been, but the, it didn't the work. Gaither, the Gaither, Gator. Bill Gaither? Yeah. What? You went that route. What Patriarchal. You- this is mine. This is... Well, no, I, well, no yeah, one can, I guess no one can in, touch in my that, possession. In the sense that that's crazy, and yeah, I was crazy. Um, was I right though? That's Bill Gaither. Who's yeah, that guy? It's like the G. Know, yeah, well, I, Bill Gaither's pretty nutty. I think. Yeah. Hey, here's the thing. Um, I, so I get that. I get that fearful tr- jealousy and the patriarchal desire, controlling. Yeah, desire to control, like almost. Uh, no, right. Go ahead. So, but um, and so, what's wrong about this? What, what's I mean? What is what is what is what is the misfire? going on in the heart 
when there is this wrong kind of jealousy? Because we're talking specifically yeah. about a wrong kind of jealousy. Well, I think, I think the, uh, the misfire in the heart is a desire for a person and thing that re- sort of replaces God in your life, right? Like you're jealous for it. You desire it because you think this will complete me. Or that this will give me the most joy or happiness. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that's true. And I think that, you know, part of, the, part of that misfire that's happening in the heart is a lack of faith. You know, okay. there's this. So in one sense, it could be a lack of faith in God and in what he's doing. But it's also a lack of trust in the other person. You know, yeah. we, we mentioned that. But not all jealousy is bad. So there's a, there's a good kind of jealousy yeah. and a bad kind of jealousy. Yes. We're going to link to one of Spurgeon's sermons on this, and he talks about this. Like there's a good kind of anger and there's a bad kind of anger. And jealousy in and of itself is not envy and distrust, but it is a kind of zealous protection for that which is good. And in that sense, it is definitely a good thing. I mean um, – so we, we think about it in the bad sense, right? Yeah. So Joseph's brothers in Acts 7, 9 are referenced, right? That they were jealous for what he yes. had. So there's that envying uh, kind of a thing. But then we read about a good kind of jealousy. Uh, Paul talks about this. He, he has a jealousy for the church, right? In 2 Corinthians 11, yep. 2, yep. for the people that he wants to see faith, remain faithful to God. So there's a good jealousy and a bad jealousy. So you, you, you know, we don't use that word in a positive sense at all in our culture today. Um, we don't talk about jealousy no. as a good thing. No, but I mean, I think there is a a, a good sense of jealousy. Like you talked about, uh, like with Jen, the, the, the jealous boyfriend. I, but I'm I'm thinking of like, you know, there's a not je- with Jen. I, I wasn't talking about Jen. This was way before, like way before oh, Bible college. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, I missed know? that. Here's the thing. I'm, let me just say this. So I was a jealous boyfriend. Once I started dating Jen. All of my jealousy, I, by, at, either at that stage or because of her, whatever it was, a bunch of reasons. I was never jealous, even though. Well, your faith, your well, one, you had a faith in God, so there was right. something there. That but then the other part of it, you had a trust in Jen, hundred percent. That she wasn't going. So to So maybe there was some sanctification on going on. Yeah, definitely, Jen was different. But and here's the thing: all the guys wanted to go out with Jen in college. Okay, because she's godly and she's fine. Yeah. So all the godly guys wanted. <laughs> she, well, see, that's the truth. <laughs> And I tried getting a hug tonight. She wouldn't give me a hug. She's a little busy. She, she had a, a spider. There was a spider that freaked a spider, her out. There was a bee. There were kids in the car. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Yeah, if, yeah. If it wasn't personal, dude. It wasn't. She wouldn't give me a hug. So um, I never, and even with all those dudes, I was always like, whatever. It just didn't. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it didn't bother me at all. So there is a, but you're you're getting to this point that there is a good kind of jealousy, but for a spouse to have for their spouse. Right? Absolutely, and I think there's. Uh, I think that there's healthiness to it, right? Like, but what is it? What is it? Why? What? How is it healthy? What is that thing that's making it work? Well, I guess that's there's there's something there's a unique relationship there that is only shared between us, mm-hmm. right? Like for Michelle and I, there's a relationship, there's an emotional connection, uh, there's a physical connection that is only. All right, thank you. Joe's well, nodding, I'm nodding his my head. head. I'm like, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> but that's only between Michelle and I, right? And I, I don't want her to share that with others. I, right. I, I remember once when uh, early on in our marriage, Michelle shared something at a like a Bible study or community group, and I remember thinking to myself, she never shared that with me. 
Mm. I'm learning for the first time where my wife's heart is at. And that, that ripped me. Did you learn about it secondhand too? Did you learn about it from somebody else? No, no, no. She I, told you after she told them? Or well, you no, learned about it in that series? In the, in the, as oh, everyone else is learning it. Got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. I learned about it. Right. And I thought to myself, what is it that I'm doing wrong that my wife doesn't, didn't come to me first or didn't feel comfortable coming to me first and even just sharing and saying, hey, this is what's going on in my life. This is what's going on in my heart. How is Mm -hmm. it that I'm learning about this? So I felt pretty jealous there of like, like I get that she's going to share those thoughts with other people. Right. But I wanted to be the first one. I wanted right. I, I, you know, I want to know my wife intimately. I want to know her struggles. Now, in I fairness, to... was this in the early days, those darker days that you mentioned in the past when you guys were struggling? Yeah. No, okay. no, that's true. That, that so was actually you... one of the things that kind of helped flip the switch was yeah, like, yeah. what, like, God used that kind of jealousy, right? Mm-hmm. To change, like, to change my heart, to, to right. convict me of my sin, uh, and to, rem- I almost in a way remind me of, uh, of the love and passion that I should have for my wife. Yeah. And that's not to be patriarchal. It wasn't like, don't you ever share anything without first talking to me first. Right, right, right. It was, my goodness, I just learned something new about my wife with a bunch of other people around. It's, it's weighty enough for her to share with others yeah. to get prayer, and she didn't bring it to you. That was it. So the and, thing is... And, well, and I want to just add this last right. part to that. Not because of anything with Michelle, but because of how I was... I was as a husband, not right. allowing that space. Right, right, and that's that's obviously a danger that all marriages can yeah. you know run into and do run into from time to time. So the, the the good kind of jealousy, though we don't use that word, so don't listen. We're, we're not we're not encouraging the the an evil, controlling, manipulative, uh, fearful jealousy. Here. Yeah, I mean, we're not saying go ahead and track the significant other on your phone, like you no. do me, like you do me, because you do that to me. Well, what do you I mean? know you track all my movements. I know that I am on your phone, and you know where I'm at at every at any given point. Well, I, that's just because I don't. If in case you get lost or I don't hurt, think that's why. No, in case you get hurt, that I could I, mm-hmm. I know where to come find you and help yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that's it. My uh-huh. heart is Joe. But here's the thing with with good or godly jealousy. What what really the the the, the driving force behind it is is a desire for intimacy. Yes, faithfulness. Yes, and then the desire to protect. I like that. And those are good. Those are all those great are things. really important things. And that's what you see reflected in the jealousy of God. Right? The Bible is replete with verses on the jealousy of God. Deuteronomy 4:14, Deuteronomy 5:9, Exodus 24 through 5, mm-hmm. Joshua 24:15, Zechariah 1 and 14. We and listen, there's dozens of, of these verses. Um let me. Uh, I'm just gonna bring. I'm gonna bring this up here for a second. Am I? I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm not ready as usual. That's fine. Well, you know, Joe, while you're looking at that though, uh, before we get into kind of what are those things that God is jealous? Yeah, I'm gonna get into scripture. What are you? What are you gonna get into? What are you talking about? Because well, I was getting ready to share scripture. So yeah, you, that's fine. But you know what? If, go but ahead. there's other ways that you could be sharing scripture. How's that? I don't know how you Well, if you head it. on over to missionware.com slash oh, yeah. Doc and Devo, yeah, that's right. they have plenty of apparel, stickers, journal that has scripture all over it. Scripture and quotes and from exactly. godly people that reflect the truths of scripture. And so now we wear a lot of uh, missionware stuff. I mean, a lot. Jeff has been very gracious to us, has been very kind to us, he's been a friend to us for a uh, long, for long, a long time. time. And like, you know, I've, I mean, I've placed multiple orders with him. Because I, I like his his stuff. I, I think it's good. I want, you know, we have actually in, in Michelle's office, we have some of the wall art up there. I, I use journals that Mission yep. Aware 
uh, puts out. And so, yeah, you can head on over to missionware.com slash Doc and Devo. And, you know, Father's Day is coming up. Ladies, your guy is going to want some great stuff from Missionware. So you can either get him a gift card. Coffee mug. Or grab him a coffee mug. Grab him a tumbler. Grab him. Actually, you know what they got over there, Joe? What they got? They've got pint glasses and rocks glasses. They got flasks, yo. They got flasks, yo. But hold on. The... Pint glasses, rock glasses. With Doc and Devo. Okay, you listen, can but that's, only, that's but super rare limited edition You stuff. can only get it during this time. You have to get it now because they're not Come Father's it. Day, it's gone. No, we told them D&D is too elite. Just have a regular thing on there all the time. Is we that lim- what we said? Well, that's what I said. I don't remember saying that. I said it to myself. Um, so you want the D&D stuff, you got to get in there and get that. Get yourself a Calvin flask. Do that too. Get yourself a 1689 in Roman numerals flask. They're oh. pretty sweet looking. I Definitely wear the good. 1689 Roman numeral t-shirt all the time. Yeah, you do. Black and gold. Yep. I look good. Ah, uh, not really. Yeah, man. I look. What are you talking about? No, the shirt looks good. Yeah, you I look don't. good. I no, look good. No, the shirt looks no, good. I look good. And, but here's the thing, Joe, is, as mm-hmm. well. Uh, you can save $10, not 10%, $10 on all orders over $50. So you only have to spend 50 to get the $10 off. That's it. So you spend 50, you only, you're really only spending 40. That's it. That's pretty awesome. That's a great deal. Because 10% of $50 would be $5. Yeah, but you're getting $10. But I'm saying like, so it's better than 10%. Yes, we, we already it's went better. over this. We it's already better. went over this. No, I'm saying, I'm, I'm backing you up. It's better than okay, 10%. Okay, you're backing it up. Anyway, $10. Head on over so to So only spend $50 at Mission Aware. <laughs> no, spend and more than that. Get, no, only spend $50. And, get and then go back and order again. Devo, okay, grab your guys your some Father's Day apparel. MissionAware.com slash Doc and Devo. There you go. All right, can I go back to scripture now? Well, we've been talking about scripture this whole time, so okay. why don't you go ahead and share some more scripture just... that you can also find in Mission Aware. Go. All right, just four example. I'm only going to read one because I, I, I like So why'd four... you say four examples? Why'd you say no, four, I said four examples? Example. I didn't say four examples. Nobody you said, said you that. You said four examples. No, I didn't. All right, go. Here we go. Exodus 34. You shall worship no other God for the Lord, whose name is jealous, is a jealous God. And throughout the scripture, God is referenced not only as being jealous for his people and for his glory, but even his name is jealous. So we've got to take this seriously, right? We've got to understand that the idea that God can be jealous in a good way, Mm -hmm. in a righteous sense, is really important because not only is that going to help us to understand who God is, but it's also going to help us to understand what good or godly jealousy is like. So when we're, when all of these scriptures that say that that God is jealous, what is it? What does that mean? Yeah. I mean, let's, so we've talked about it in a positive sense. So let's just apply it to God and how we understand it. What does it mean that God is a jealous God? Well, I think we're talking about that God is. Um, so I'm trying to understand what you mean by that. Like, what is he jealous about, or in what ways does he manifest his jealousy? Like, is that however you want to answer it, man? In what I mean, how is God jealous? Well, I would and say why God is that is, a good thing. Why, okay, I would say God is jealous over uh, his deity, right? Right. That that his honor is, is his glory is shared with no other, right? Right. right. And that um, and I think this is a good thing because there are these other lesser glories. There are these others lesser quote unquote gods that try to draw us to us. Right. And God says, "No, I am that which is ultimately good. I am that which is ultimately." best and supreme right i am that which is ultimately to be glorified and worship only me so he is jealous or protective of uh, his reputation of his name of his identity 
of his deity. That's right. He wants worship to go to no one else because right. he alone is worthy of that. That's a good thing. Exactly. And so thing. part of our sanctification too then is, is that we're only worshiping the one true triune God. Right. You know, we're not being taken for suckers. Right. He's jealous of his glory, like you said. Yeah. He does not give his glory to anyone else. That's right. It is all his. So this is part of why there is such a hard response from God toward idolatry. It's not that you're doing it wrong. It's not like, hey, you're doing it wrong, dummy, and I'm going to smite you for it. Yeah. It is, no, listen, that glory is is for me. Your worship should be going to me. So I want you to glorify me like you've been created to do. That yeah. is your role. That is your purpose. And I alone am worthy. So that's one thing. There's this great sermon by Charles Spurgeon uh, called A Jealous God. It was preached on Mark. March 29th, 1863. Okay. And in this, he says what you're saying, Jimmy, really. Says, huh? um, so what is God jealous of? The Lord is exceedingly jealous of his deity, which is exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, he is jealous of his sovereignty. He is jealous of his glory. But then he says this, in the highest sense, the Lord is jealous over his own people. How is God jealous for his people, Jimmy? In, in, in a good sense, that a, yeah. that, a, that a godly husband would be appropriately jealous of his wife, though we don't use that word typically. Yeah. How is God jealous for his people? What well, I think he, he desires them to, uh, to love him, mm-hmm. that their affections and their desires, that, that they would, that they'd find their satisfaction only in him. He doesn't want to share that with anybody else right. or nothing else. Well, listen to, listen to what Spurgeon says here. Where are you looking? I'm, uh, don't worry about it. All right. So in this sermon that I'll have in the show notes. All right, good. The Lord Jesus Christ, of whom I now speak, is, a very, is very jealous of your love, O believer. Did he not choose you? He cannot hear that you should choose another. Did he not buy you with his own blood? He cannot endure that you should think that you are your own or that you belong to this world. He loved you with such a love that he could not stop in heaven without you. He would sooner die than that you should perish. He stripped himself to nakedness that he might clothe you with beauty. He bowed his face to shame and spitting that he might lift you up to honor and glory. And he cannot endure that you should love the world and the things of the world. His love is strong as death toward you and therefore will be cruel as the grave. Wow. He will wow. be as a cruel one toward you if you do not love him. He will take away that husband. He will smite that child. He will bring you from riches to poverty, from health to sickness, even to the gates of the grave, because he loves you so much that he cannot endure that anything should stand between you, your heart's love, and him. Be careful, Christians, that you are married to Christ. Remember, you are married to a jealous husband. Not wow. in the wow. sense that we tend to use that word. Movies yeah. are written about this. We've got crazy – there's a whole series. Uh, uh, it's a famous book, and it was turned into an HBO series. And uh, the, one of the central plots revolves around this jealous, abusive, deadly, evil husband. What, what movie? What, uh, it don't matter. People okay. need to be watching that. What I'm saying is um, it's not like that. I, you know what? I'm going to quote – instead of quoting the 1689 – I'm going to quote the author of Blue Like Jazz, Don Miller. Uh, uh, is it, 
John Jimmy looks so like what 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 are you this is do? A, this is a first I'm gonna call Don Miller this is a first okay. usually it's 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 Flavor Flav it is Paul Bunyan it's Flavor it Flav Owen it is I, I, I'm not I, quoting a Puritan I'm quoting <laughs> Don Miller now here's okay. the thing I, I don't I, I didn't realize this was happening okay right. so Don Miller now I'm not actually quoting him but I'm summarizing what he said. In one interview, he was, he was explaining the idea of exclusivity, the exclusivity of salvation in Jesus. Okay. All right. Good. Good. And he said, exclusivity is not a bad thing. Think about your marriage. <laughs> Don't you want an exclusive relationship with your wife or your husband? Don't you expect it to be a devoted relationship? Yeah. So um, in the same way, now I'm kind of riffing on this, in the same way, um, God has loved you, and that love is demonstrated in Christ's death for you. He purchased you with his blood, yeah. the Son did, and the Holy Spirit has regenerated you and reconciled. Now you are reconciled to God. And so now, what does God expect? Well, he expects that you will be his, and he will be yours. So your sins and your, your idolatry right, are an offense. Mm-hmm. The, these, the, this is the problem with, uh, with the non godly jealousy yeah right is that it expects control and it is fearful but godly jealousy or god's jealousy this divine jealousy says no i have given you everything and i want an exclusive relationship with you i mean is any surprise that you look at the old testament prophets and they they talk about israel as a prostitute right because yeah and even hosea right yeah of course yeah absolutely it is the, the the issue here is is not well let me, let me let me put it this way people look at the idea of of jealousy and they say well if god is a jealous god i don't want to worship that god because that that's in a, a controlling abusive manipulative fearful god but that's not the idea the idea of of a jealous god in this context is he loves you so much that he wants you and he wants your faithfulness that's right now, he doesn't want to restrict you except from your idolatry and spiritual adultery. I actually wrote about this, uh, Jimmy. Maybe we, we can wrap up with this. All right. Um, in my book that you know came out, my second book, called Experiencing the Trinity. Have you heard Wait, of it? Wait, what is it? It's called Experiencing the Trinity. You wrote a second book? I, come on, you know about this book, right? No. I, uh, I don't came out through Crossway, Experiencing... Okay, whatever. In chapter 12, um, I talk about this idea of God being a jealous God. Go for it. So let me just, just uh, three paragraphs here. To say that God is jealous for you is to say that he loves you, desires you, and does not want to share you with other gods. His jealousy protects you from the false gods of the world that seek to use and exploit you. His jealousy is your good. Yes, his jealous love for you calls you to faithfulness. Does this limit your freedom? In some ways, of course it does. But why would you want to be free to dishonor your Lord? Where is the joy in finding temporal pleasure in idols that do not love you, cannot care for you, and will always hurt you? Here is what is beautiful in God's jealousy. His love for you is fervent. His fidelity to you is unbreakable. And by his jealous love, he swears to defend you and keep you. The jealousy of God for you should lift your countenance, not cast it down. You should feel safe, treasured, and compelled by his love to stay close to him. And though you fail him, he will not fail you. His love, unlike your own, is immovable. 
that's the essence of of God's jealousy for his people, at least as I understand mm-hmm. it. And so for me, that's an encouragement. Like Absolutely. that actually that actually like, wow, God loves me so much. Yeah. He's got a healthy and holy jealousy for me. But I also like I think there's also an assurance there. It's immovable. Yeah. Right? Like I, I love that 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 word choice that you had there. It is uh, something that is stable. It is something that is unchanging. It is something that, despite our unfaithfulness, right, will never change. His, his jealousy, like his mercy, like his love, is not subject to circumstances like ours is. He is impassable. He his jealousy is perfect, and so it is. It is that he. That's why they can say his name is jealous, or yeah. or he is the God of mercy, the God of compassion. He is mercy. He is love. He is compassion. He is holy jealousy. So you don't have to worry about it wavering and faltering or blowing out of proportion to become something ugly like it yeah. does in the world, like it does in us. That's right. That's right. So that God is jealous for us should humble us. Oh, oh yeah. God is God yeah. loves us. Despite us, look at us. Despite, look us. at you. No, I mean, look at look, you. Look at you. No, look, I mean, at, look you. at you. Here, here, here's the best example of God's love for us. How it unmatched it is. Right. You see Jen. Oh yeah. She's like, you know, she's like, clickety clack, clickety clack. And then you got Joe Thorne, who's kablam. Yeah. Kabloosh, like that. No one can see my hand gestures. That's yeah. why it doesn't work that way. But well. you're just kind of making this big like mushroom shape. <laughs> I don't know what that's all well, about. Well, not a big, just short. A little, a a little, little mushroom shape. Blah, blah. A little mushroom. Like that. Yeah. Uh, but despite you, she still loves you with all her heart. Nothing's going to tear her away from you. How much greater, then, is God's love that's it. for sinners like us, right? That's it. Man. That's it. I love it. I love God's jealousy. It doesn't make me feel oppressed. It makes me feel valued and cherished. I like that. Valued and cherished. It's different from the controlling, abusive love of, listen... Which Abus- I think, hold on, the, the abusive, uh, controlling love is a selfish love. It, it, it's all pride. It's all arrogance. God's is a sacrificial love. That's the difference, man. That's the difference. That's to the, the point where he died on the cross for our sins, to save us, to reconcile us, to purchase us, to reclaim us back for as his own. Right. I love that, man. That's good. In fact, let's take a second. I know this isn't planned. We don't plan very much. Let, let's no. just say this. To you, a controlling manipulative, jealous, and perhaps semi-abusive, if not outright abusive husbands. Let me just say this. Uh, you need um, a heart transformation. Yeah. And until you come to grips with the gospel of Jesus Christ, you are going to be a wildly insecure and demanding husband. That's right. Who does not properly care for his wife, but actually controls her. That's and it. you also need an attitude adjustment that Jimmy and I are more than happy to come by and give you. Yeah. So just uh, let us know. Preach it. We That's will, it. We will bring it to you. But our, our, our sincere hope is that anyone who is, like I used to be, controlled by an insecure, fearful jealousy yeah. that you would repent, recognize your sin and your selfishness, and instead seek to love and protect That's your it. spouse, male or female, as, um, as the Lord has led you to be joined together forever. Man, um, jealousy of God should be an incredible motive for worship, for joy, for rejoicing, and for security, right? That's it, man. Absolutely. Amen.
Well, we are happy to give you this podcast. We like to do them every Monday and Thursday. It's fun for us. Jimmy and I just talk and riff, and we love that you guys want to listen in and chime in. So you can send us your feedback on Instagram, if you like, that's fine. Or Twitter, it's at Doc and Devo. You can also connect with us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Doctrine and Devotion. But we've also got a website, right, Jimmy? Yeah, DoctrineDevotion.com. You can head on over there. You can click on the Contact Us page. You can sign up for our email list. And you can hit up the store. There you can grab some great T-shirts, hoodies, journals, Books. It's, it's not as big as Missional Wear. It's not as big as we, it's Missional It's a small Wear. store. So, yeah, you're also going to want to head on over to missionalwear.com well, slash Doc and Devo. Buy some stuff from us. And, and then, then go buy more stuff from them. Where do they Save go? your $10. Where do they go? For all orders over 50 It is missionalwear.com slash Doc and Devo. Go there. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesdays. Videos on Fridays. Maybe someday. Later. Later. Later.